0: Welcome to the NRL Fantasy Podcast brought to you by UE Insurance. We have a 95% customer satisfaction rating. Now that's an impressive stat. For a better insurance experience, think UE. Welcome to the NRL Fantasy Podcast. Round 8 team lists have just dropped Chris Kennedy in the studio with Dom Brock to go through uh, quite a few fresh cheapies, a few injury dramas, a few surprises, uh, all the rest of it. Dom, how's life with a baby? How's your sleep going? How's the...
1: <laughs> it's going all right. I'm still seeing enough footy to uh, <laughs> you know, have a, a bit of a grasp on what's happening in the fantasy world. But yeah, really exciting team lists uh, today. A bunch of cheapies, as you mentioned. So uh, yeah, let's have a look. Let's
0: get cracking. We'll start off with the bunnies in the Bronx. Uh, on the Thursday night at ANZ Stadium. Uh, the Rabbitohs have not too many changes, I don't think. Um, probably not one of the more interesting teams, but what do you make of these ones?
1: Yeah, I don't think any changes really to South. Zero changes. Um, they'll do the same switches they always do with George Burgess, named to start, coming off the bench. But, um, yeah, the only talking point for them really last week was Damian Cook scoring 47, which is fine, but not what you want if you have him as your captain. I think he'll bounce back sooner yeah. rather than later. It's getting into an awkward time to get him if you haven't already, with Origin coming up. Um, Head to head, not as big an issue, but for overall points, certainly I'd be waiting till after Origin
0: now. Let's uh, just get cracking straight on the Broncos yeah. then, shall we? Because the big news there. Cody Nicorima, lots of talk that he's going to be off to the Warriors, potentially offered a, a big deal there. He's not playing this week, not because he's off to the Warriors, but because he's uh, managing an injury, which I think might be a calf strain. Yeah, calf injury. Um, anyway, he's out, which means uh, the young halfback with all the big raps on him, Thomas Dearden, has been named to start in a seven jersey. Um, first of all, we were 100% on him, just given that I believe former rooster Sean O'Sullivan is lurking in the reserves, and secondly, would, he, would you buy him this week? Would you wait a week?
1: Yeah, I think um, wait a week is the option uh, that's probably a little smarter. Yeah, as you say, Sean O'Sullivan's in the reserves, so Sullivan looked good in the preseason trials. There was a bit of hype around him, but there's been you know, more hype in the last couple of weeks about Dearden. Um, he's been really good in Queensland Cup uh, this year. He's only 18, so they've only been able to register him as a player, as a top 30 player very recently. Um, as I say, yeah, a lot of hype. We'll see how he goes this week. His base price, so if you want to get him absolutely as cheap as you'll get, now is the time to do it. If Nicarima does, you know, leave the club, then did and is the front runner, it looks like, to um, have the full-time job. But who knows what he's going to score. I think in Queensland Cup in a few games, handful of games, he's scored about 40 points uh, a week by Queensland Cup stats. So... Um, that's pretty promising, but, you know, the NRL's a mm. different situation. Uh, he's a goal kicker in, in trust super Cup. Um, probably won't be at first grade. So And a few other things, kicking might go down. And
0: well, Yeah, Milford takes a lot of kicks exactly. and Ozarka's the goal kicker. So, you know, he but, might be a bit quiet.
1: Yeah, so I think it's a really interesting wait and see. Um, yeah. Could be another big cash cow half on the horizon.
0: Yeah, I reckon uh, wait a week's probably the move there unless you're desperate for a cash down. Um, worth mentioning that apparently uh, Tavita Pangai Jr., named at lock, mm. is having an issue with a virus or illness and he's still in somewhat of a bit of a doubt. But um, Yeah,
1: if he's, he's out, does Payne Haas play massive minutes again?
0: Well, I mean, he probably does anyway. He yeah. played, what, 65? So last week was the first time that Payne Haas, Matt Lodge and Pangai were all available. And they all got big minutes. I don't think it was particularly good for, you know, your David for feeders mm. and so on. Um, Thomas Flegler's still cra- scraping together a few little price rises. He's sort of yeah, been going up nice. 30 points a week, which is handy for those of us still clinging on to those last few dollars. But yeah, Payne Haas just rocketing just up. in Surpassing price. all expectations, I Yeah, think, really, this year. Um, so yeah, probably, I mean, ideally the last fortnight was the time to buy him, but... I, think I mean, at, still this, at this
1: rate, if he plays 50, 60 minutes a game, he's probably a keeper in the front row anyway. Mm. So,
0: And still a huge discount on Exactly. So
1: buy him, I think, whenever you can.
0: Hurry up and buy him. Yep. The uh, next game of the round, the early Friday game, Cowboys up against the Titans. few issues for the Cowboys. Apparently Tamari Martin having some uh, migraine-type issues. So Jordan Carhu reverts to fullback, where he scores about as poorly as he does when he's <laughs> in the centres. Um, yep. Yeah. St- Jason Tamalolo in the reserves, again, possibly back, which might potentially be good for Michael Morgan, who's getting pretty close to a sell for those of us still hanging on to him.
1: Yeah, that's about it. Uh, Morgan is in my team as well, We're getting about 40, 45 points a week. It might be just about time for an upgrade. Yeah, um, yeah he really needs to be leading the Cowboys to uh, some wins to get big scores like the top-scoring halves in fantasy and just not doing it at the moment, so... Yeah, wait and see on Tom Lolo, I guess,
0: for the Cowboys. For sure, not much else of um, huge interest in the the Cowboys lineup fantasy wise. We'll have a look at the Titans. Um, hopefully, not too many people jumped on Jai Whitbread, the bench prop, last week because he, as probably expected, has made way with Jared Wallace returning from a two-game suspension. Uh, Keegan Hipgrave also back into the lineup. Um, Mitch Rain doing great things. I've sort of been trying to buy him every week since Safety <laughs> Pete's got injured, and I've almost I've probably missed the boat now. But um, yeah, he uh, Jairo was okay. Bryce Cartwright's putting yeah. together some pretty handy scores for a you know cheap short position half.
1: I know there's some plays we've kind of written off this year who have come good, and Cartwright is uh, the biggest of those. Um, Yeah, 49 again last week. Still missing a few tackles, but he's getting through enough base stats to get uh, decent scores. Um, Yeah, Rain had a quietish week a couple of weeks ago, um, but was great on the weekend. Made heaps of tackles, scored 68. And yeah, Whitbread, we kind of mentioned it on the podcast last week, I think, the risk with him. So um, that looks like it's uh, come true. He's in number 18. He could be a late inclusion, who knows? But at this stage, it looks like he's going to be a very, very short-term option for those who
0: picked him up. Absolutely. Uh, The second Friday game, Sharks up against the Storm, always plenty of feeling when these two collide Um, Sharks will be desperate to hit back after last week, bit of a horror night Up at uh, Suncorp Stadium, Sean Johnson, potentially a long-term absentee Sharks have got him down for four weeks, Um, I'm no doctor but it didn't look great for that hamstring Kyle Flanagan comes in for his second game of the year, pretty cheap Uh, I think he got 39 in his first game, um, Mm -hmm. whatever round that was um, Elsewise, Bronson Sherry was a bit quiet, as you'd expect from an attacking player. Um, Andrew Fafita was probably the only guy who was really good. Um, Kurt Capewell, the big Disaster. disappointment for those of us still running with him after a couple of probably about three really good weeks yeah. in a row, um, down for about 12 missed tackles.
1: Yeah, 12 missed tackles
0: is quite a lot for you know a single player. Um, More than is ideal.
1: Yeah, a few 50s before that, only got 19 last week. He's probably on the trade block this week to, to go, I think. Um, yeah, Flanagan's an interesting one. He's kind of in a similar boat to Dearden, except we have seen him play before. He's performed well. He's just had, he scored high 30s. Um, again, his Canterbury Cup fantasy mm. stats suggest he's about a 40-point player.
0: He will be the goal kicker, I think. Yeah, that's um, the difference. He's better than, uh, better than Townsend, and he's replacing the, the frontliner in Sean Johnson.
1: Yep, indeed. So, yeah, um, he's a bit more expensive, I think, than Dearden, but it has got that pedigree of having played before he's only going to get if the Sharks are right with the John Johnson return date he'll only have four weeks which is not heaps but you know it could be more than that he could score a 40 and a 50 or something and get some fast price rises so yeah you're considering him as a uh, cash cow this week
0: uh, at this point, I have traded Michael Morgan to Cole Flanagan in a bit of a cash grab. Yep. Morgan, sort of going at 40s-ish, which I think Flanagan can probably replace that in terms of yep. scoring whilst for a lot also less. freeing up cash. And then um, by the time Johnson comes back, you're sort of getting into origin period and making a few changes with your team yep. anyway. So that's true. It's the move I'm making.
1: Yeah, unlike And I think with Flanagan, if you're going to get him this week's probably the time to do it, especially if Johnson yep.
0: is back in four weeks. You know,
1: three weeks is definitely too short a period to have exactly. the cash cow for, so... Yeah, jump on now or we'll probably never.
0: Yep, um, worth mentioning. Britton Nakora returns from a one-week ban as well, so that's be welcome news for the probably just over 50%, I think, of fantasy coaches running with him at the moment. Storm, uh, they have not much in the way of changes. Uh, I think Asper Salamone are back in the starting side, yep, according to right. the team sheet, but it's the same, 17. Curtis Scott still left out. Uh, Cam Smith putting together some pretty handy scores. Um yeah, Munster about. is also in good form.
1: Yeah, uh, Munster is among the best halves. People who are trying to offload uh, Daly Cherry Evans or Sean Johnson, Munster is definitely an option. Great uh, swap for sure. A uh, real uh, you know running half who does a bit of everything these days, but is a big part of uh, Melbourne's attack. Uh, Smith going great guns, couple of seventies back to back. Bit of a slowish start, so he's a bit cheaper um, this year than he was at, at the start of the season. But um, yeah, great time to get him now with his price back on the rise.
0: Not much else they're doing in the Storm side, yeah, I don't think. It's
1: kind of a two-man team,
0: fantasy life. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Saturday afternoon, footy kicks off in, is that Wagga, McDonald's Park? Yeah. Um, should be a good one. Raiders and Panthers, um, crazy things happen when these two teams play out in the, the country, so hopefully uh, this will be a good one for the neutrals to watch. Raiders have lost Jordan Ruppner with Bailey Simonson, getting his second crack of the year. Um, John Bateman spent half of last week at centre mm. and still somehow went from not a great score with 20 minutes to go to top scoring for the team it's happened a couple of times he's got that
1: knack doesn't he Of just producing the big play late in the game to make sure he gets another 50 um, yes he was a lot of people's captain he was my captain I was pretty worried mm. for most of that game but uh, I will take 56 uh, as skipper so he's not good option that is that concern I guess that it hasn't really happened before now that he is a traditionally a yeah, second row slash center mm. so if there is a backline injury he is probably the guy who's going to switch to the centers so mm. bit previously
0: of a... it's been elliot whitehead yeah but obviously you know bateman's now the, the front runner for that utility role
1: a bit more of a specialist center than whitehead mm. is i guess so uh yeah that's maybe a concern if you have him as captain but
0: certainly get him in your team if you haven't got him already absolutely and uh chance nickel saved himself from or I think would have been his lowest score of the year yeah. with a try right at the death. Still only 34, but um, still plugging away pretty nicely. Panthers um, have had a few issues in the last few weeks. They actually you know, had quite a few chances against South, couldn't quite get there in the end. Filiami um, out, put in a boomer by, well, there's probably about 10 tackle busts in that one trial, wasn't no, it? the team. Yeah. That was pretty ridiculous. Uh, Fantasy-wise, I don't know if there's much else. You, you know, Fisher Harris is still going well. Don't...
1: He's going well. Cleary is one of those ones. Um, he's, I think, a little cheaper than seven hundred thousand, which is mm. good value for a half who can be, you know, should be a fifty-plus scorer. Uh, but his scores have been a bit up and down. Again, there's Origin coming up. He's probably going to keep his halfback spot for the Blues, yep. um, which could see him miss, you know, a couple extra games uh, in the middle of the season. So. You know, he's an option if you're looking to offload one of those halves or upgrade a Michael Morgan or whatever. But um, you'd probably like him to to be in a little
0: better form than he is. Yeah. Or the Panthers to be winning more games, I suppose. Well, that too. Um, Not much else there in the the Penrith side, I don't think. That's about it. Have a look at the Sea Eagles up against the Bulldogs. Um, Manly, uh, just a a massive win uh, against Canberra last week. Big news here. They lost Daly Cherry Evans. um, Tore that syndesmosis in his ankle, set to miss... At least four weeks, probably more like six or eight, I think it was operated on this week. Um, bit of a, you know, disaster in their, their back line. They're missing, obviously, DC from halfback. So Kane LG comes back to partner Lachlan Croker. They've had no Dylan Walker all year. Obviously, Tom Turbo, uh, long-term layoff. Um, and now they've lost George Tafura as well. So they've got Abbas Miski on debut, who, if uh, you don't know the name, he was the uh, Josh Mansour clone from the, the Lebanon team in the, the last World Cup. Um Fantasy-wise, Jake Trevojevic doing well, Marty Tapao easily, his best score of the year. Um, And Corey Waddell just rocketing up in price, but the um, worrying news there is the return of Adam Fenua Blake for him.
1: Yeah, so tons of news, as you, as you say, for the Seagulls. that All that backline injury news, and yet the biggest fantasy story is Corey Waddell, you know, a bench <laughs> forward of all players. Um, yeah, so 68 last week's, so making a lot of money. He'll make a lot more this week. Um, yeah, the issue is, um, strangely, his scoring's been really. It uh, could be a coincidence, but it's, it goes up or down depending if uh, whether Adam Fanu or Blake is in the Manly team. So. Um, yeah, he's average. I've got his numbers here. With Fanua Blake and the team, he has scored 20 points a game from 30 minutes a game, which is not good. Uh, when Fanua Blake's been out, he scored 52 points a game in 51 minutes a game in the last few weeks. So those numbers are fantastic. If that continued, obviously he's a buy. Mm. but Fanua Blake is back from suspension this week. Don't know if that means um, Waddell's minutes are going to plummet back to half an hour a game or something like that. So... It's a it's a tricky one. I think the fact that his price is a bit awkward now. It's in the He's high He's made a lot of money. Yeah, 300s, yeah. maybe 390k yeah. or something. And with all these new cheapies on the, you
0: know, uh,
1: available this week, I think there's probably better options elsewhere.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of bummed I didn't get him when he came in, yeah.
1: but now that I've missed him, I think it's probably too late. It's one of those ones. Yeah, if you've got him already, you're kind of laughing and um, but if you don't, it's probably a little late unless yeah. he just manages to keep hitting 50s and 60s from the bench. But, you know, it seems risky to gamble mm. on that.
0: I mean, it, certainly if you've got him, the advantages there are he's playing legitimately extremely well just yeah. in, in footy terms. He's got some ball playing about yeah. him.
1: Yeah, a few I think, in the Yeah, days.
0: threw a really nice long ball um, last week that, that caught the eye. And I think his stats line had about six tackle busts, so he's pretty hard to handle when he's got the ball as well. So um, no reason Manly can't sort of elevate his role even with those two yeah, and, and the tricky things
1: with the the Blake Blake numbers I was just reading off. That's just that's from six games. So three games with him yeah. in, three games with him out. The last two have been Weddell's best game, so you know he's improving, getting more minutes. So there's no reason why Manly won't just keep giving him more minutes, just because he's playing well, as you say. So yeah, uh, yeah, hard to predict, but there are some question marks.
0: Yeah, in terms of a buy, yeah, I'd be a, yeah. a little bit concerned. Uh, so yeah, they take on the Bulldogs who um, had a, a very relieving win last week. Congratulations to Corey Harawir-Naira. Raised mm. the bat first, first 100 time. of the season. Um, he was in everything. Stats across the board. Two tries. Well done to him. Um, Aidan Tolman still plugging away with big minutes. Getting sort of 50s-ish here and there. Um, Jaden Ockambore after two terrible scores in a row. Um, still had some a couple of clangers in that mm. game but uh, bagged a try and I got 43 I think in the end. So uh, welcome news for those who didn't panic trade him to Zach Lomax like I did last Thursday. <laughs> um, anyone else catching your eye on that side?
1: They're the big ones. I still like Tolman the most out of that. Um, just really say 50s every week uh, playing huge minutes for a front rower, getting mm-hmm. a lot of tackles uh, which is good. Um, I see Dylan Nappers back in the reserves if anyone's kept hold of him. He was making a lot of money. Could be back this week mm-hmm. or next.
0: Also relevant to anyone who jumped on off of Hickey Ogden. Yes, yeah, true. Sort of 340s just scores in a row.
1: Yeah, you probably wanted slightly bigger scores than what he got, but he's making a bit of cash. Um, CHN, the first 100 of the year. Any consideration about
0: well, buying him? So his first, I think, two weeks were off the bench. Still got yeah. pretty solid minutes. Got Moved into the starting side, I think, round three or round four. So he's had about four big-minute games in a row, and he's only averaging... I think it's f- about 42 in his previous three games and 38 across the season prior to last week. So, um, bit out of the blue. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously he was a gun. In was it 2017? He yeah. came in at the Panthers straight into an 80 minute roll and yep. going great guns. But that was starting at base price. I don't really see the uh, the incentive at the moment. the uh, s- The next Saturday game, the Roosters up against West Tigers. Um, Roosters just keep finding ways to win. Um, see what Takiaho mm. was. Awesome. Um, for me, the, the man of the match on Anzac Day, I think the, the nod eventually went to Boyd Corden, but he was phenomenal, um, match-turningly good. Um, currently sitting on a really good average as well, but I feel like that's a bit elevated from what we can expect from him long-term.
1: Yeah, a lot of good forwards in that Roosters team. They're going to share the points around, you'd think. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaac Liu
0: back this week. Yeah, that as well. Um,
1: Uh, Yeah, so hard to really be certain about any of those guys, even as we've seen Angus Crichton, who's been a star in the past in fantasy, uh, is a little down on his usual numbers, although he did get a 59 uh, with a try uh, on Anzac Day. So, yeah, hard to really be sure about Takeo.
0: Yeah, I mean, do you reckon it's time to jump on Crichton? He keeps, he sort of had a, you know pretty encouraging game and then a quieter game and then another encouraging yeah, game. I he's don't, basically s- played 80 minutes every week from round two even though was getting a name on the bench a fair bit at the start of the year. Yeah,
1: I'm still not 100% convinced. Um, mm. I mean, I for
0: me, it's the the focus on the left edge and Boyd that's sort of Exactly. Not-
1: he's such a, um, you know, for fantasy back rowers often you're hoping they're just going to get close to 40 or 50 tackles a game whereas Crichton's more of an attacking weapon uh, and he's in a team kind of full of attacking weapons so he's not, you know, the... You know, mm. probably not the top three go-to
0: yeah. uh, he's not weapons the for the Roosters. So, That's
1: exactly. Nice. So, you can't be sure he's going to make a lot of tackle breaks each game, or get a try every second game, or something like that. So, he might average high forties rather than mid fifties, which is you want you want out of a gun second rower. So, mm. still not quite convinced, but. You know he's pretty cheap right now, so if you are convinced, you know, now's the time
0: to get him. Yeah, uh, Jake Friend out long term with the biceps rupture. Victor Radley goes back to hooker, although he hasn't really looked like scoring all that well, whether he's at lock or at yeah. number nine. Um, James Tedesco, a really good score after being pretty quiet the week before, which was a, a welcome development. Uh, they take on West Tigers. Um, few fantasy talking points here. Alex Twile had a Below par score, I would say, in in Tamworth, after I know plenty of people snapped him up. Uh, Ryan Madison forced to play most of the game in the halves uh, once Josh Mm. Reynolds went off. Didn't really help his score, although he did get the man of the match award. Um, Luke Garner comes back after sitting out a week due to a head knock, but he's on the bench. Um, Chris McQueen preferred in the starting side. Not sure how long that's going to hang around for. But uh, Chris McQueen did play pretty well in that win against the Titans, and obviously has a relationship with the coach Michael McGuire from Souths. Won the comp together in 2014, so I'm not quite sure what that means for Ghana's prospects. Break yep. even still 30, so probably not exactly. Urgent, but...
1: Yeah, yeah. So it could have, it could end up being a really poorly timed head knock for Ghana to um, mm. miss that game. There was a good win, um, and then come back via the bench. Um, yeah, and if he stays in the bench, then the 30 point break even means he's just about a sell. Um, He's yet. been averaging close to 50, so he could easily hit that 30 points if he gets decent minutes, 50 minutes or something off the bench. But, um, yeah, getting much closer to sell than we had, would have thought a couple of weeks ago. Um, much else happening in that team, fantasy-wise? Uh,
0: anyone who's got uh, SR Masters would have enjoyed his yeah. mounds of Huge tackle game. busts and try and goals and everything. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, Robbie Far is the other one. The, the yeah. concussion he had a couple of weeks ago, which was a really low score, means his price is nose-diving now. So, mm. I mean, if you got him, don't look at his price at all. He's going to get some good scores for you. But if you don't Certainly have him... Old,
0: yeah. Yeah, if you don't have
1: him, you know, wait two or three weeks if you can and he could get very cheap.
0: Yeah, I mean, he played the, the full game last week and, you know, quote-unquote only 50 points, which has been below what he's been yeah. producing the first four or five rounds. Um, that takes us to Mount Smart Stadium for the Warriors and the Knights. Um, Roger tuivasa shek named to return. Blake Green named to return. Um, a few consequent reshuffles in the forwards and backs. Um, Patrick Herbert in the centres, who I thought was extremely good against mm. the Storm on debut, keeps his spot. Uh, Solomon Ikata is in the reserves at this stage. Have um, I hit the major talking points there?
1: I think so, yeah. So Herbert's a... Uh An interesting one, kind of going to get overshadowed, I think, by the other uh, cheapies this week. But, as you say, he looked really good. He scored 32, which is, you know, not an amazing score, but really solid for a centre. His Mm. defence was really solid, which... Against
0: the Storm, too, who produce, you know, make it hard for opposition centres to score well.
1: So, and, you know, strong defensive centres is something the Warriors have kind of lacked in recent years. So, a lot of reasons why they might keep Herbert around in that starting team. He had a lot of hype, as well, before he uh, got into the team. So... Yeah, I think Carter's been named in their um, Canterbury Cup team this week as well, so right. good chance that uh, Herbert is it at least this week, probably for a while. So if he keeps getting 30s, I mm. you know, think Bronson Cherry kind of numbers, um, definite cash cow potential there. Not
0: that most of us need more centres, but he's, uh, yeah. he's a cash down option.
1: It's the year of the centre, isn't it? Yeah,
0: really, after last year. Um, the other one's Chanel Harris-Tavita, who I thought played... You know, beyond his years against the Stormers, a really mm. tough game. Obviously, he was the, the go-to guy with no Blake Green. I thought he handled himself well. Um, ended up with 57, I think. Yeah, great um, score.
1: Yeah, and yet, all the big
0: well, rumour yeah. is
1: that Nikarima could be heading over there at some point. So, who knows? There's been a lot of talk about it. Um, yeah, there'll be a bit of panic about those who have the uh, young Warriors half already that his time could be mm. coming to an end. I mean, no need to panic just yet. He'll play this week, obviously. He's already making a lot of money, so yeah. just about done the job as a cash cow anyway.
0: Well, that's it. I mean, A, Nick is still at the Broncos. If he does make the trade, that's all got to go through. It could take another week or two to sort out. He's then got to get there, fill into the team. He's probably going to play his first game when he gets it off the bench, um, you would think. So it's probably another three or four weeks at least. Yeah, we'll see it coming if it does happen. Exactly. Yeah. And by then, like you said, he's made a, a big chunk of his cash, and you'll be able to afford to, to get someone else for him. Yep. They take on the Knights, uh, very welcome win for their long-suffering fans last week. Very welcome win. Very welcome, long <laughs> overdue. Um, Callum Ponga keeps churning out scores. Mitch Pierce finally hit a score, yep. um, easily his best game of the season. Clemmer, uh, not his biggest score of the year, but he's been very, very consistent. Absolutely rock
1: solid, Clemmer. Yeah. So, uh, Ponger I think a lot of people have snapped up in the last few weeks. I think he's jumped past um, Britton Nakora as the most popular player in fantasy. Yeah, he's
0: actually ahead. Yeah. Once
1: again. Um, and yeah, Pierce is the other one. So he's lost a lot of cash because he's been reasonably poor at the start of the season, but was good last week. Got Had a, sc- a few games
0: where just no kick meters yeah, as well, like, which is
1: strange for him.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, but if he's turned the corner and if the Knights start getting a few wins or, you know, win half their games, they don't even need to be great for Pierce mm-hmm. to be a good scorer. He's scored yep. 50s in the past. So, yeah, he could be a 50-plus scorer at less than 600 grand, which is very cheap. Um, still a big if. I'd give it another week and see how he goes before uh, snapping him up. But if you want a cheap potential gun half, mm-hmm. you know, He's up there.
0: I guess for people sitting on Cherry Evans or Sean Johnson, he might be more of an option this week if you need a scorer, but otherwise ideally yeah. sit and wait a week. Uh, final game of the round, um, the second ever game at Bankwest Stadium. Um, Parramatta will be pretty happy to go back there after a mm. diabolical performance on the road against the Knights last week. Um, didn't help most of their players score-wise. Mitch Moses is just putting together absolute boomers when they win and yeah, pretty poor scores when they lose. I think two thirties and a thirty-four in that the three losses. So you, you kind of need the eels to be going well for him to score well. Uh, Micah Sivo was the uh, the bright spot there um, mm. in terms of fantasy fifty-eight. I think it was. Um, so his price is moving in the right direction again. Uh, and Reid Marnie putting together some key level, level scores since Jamin Salmon moves him to the starting side to replace Dylan Brown.
1: Yeah, Seba had a great game. I think he had the, was, was voted the tackle of the week as well. A bit of a <laughs> he
0: put a belt try the blockbuster, yeah, yeah. it was
1: nice. Um, yeah, good score. He's going to keep making money in the next few weeks. Uh, Reid Marnie's the same. Another very good score in defence. Um, they're probably the main two ones. Yeah, Mitch Moses is a, a popular option at the moment with... Um, a few questions coming in about whether he's a good guy to replace Cherry Evans or Johnson. Uh, his price is on the way up after that massive score a couple of weeks ago. As you mentioned, his, his scores are very up and down and mm. he's never really been a consistent gun in fantasy, so I'd be a bit wary, but it's really down to whether you think that Eels are going you know, to win a lot of games or lose some games. If, if they win big,
0: then he scores big. I think even the most optimistic fan would have to say that he's going to continue to have a few off weeks, and that's going to correlate to Moses having a few off weeks as well. So you're going to have to probably be prepared to wear a few 30s in between the the 70s and 80s.
1: At the very least, they have a very good record at Bankwest Stadium.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... It's a good sign. (laughs) Uh, They take on the Dragons, our last team list of the week. A couple of little movements here. The interesting one for me is Zach Lomax moved into the starting centre spot, which um, returns Michaela Ravalawa to starting wing, if anyone's still got him, and Ewan Aitken is pushed to the bench. So uh, really good signs for Lomax.
1: Yeah, I really like Lomax as a buy. And strangely, I don't even really care if he makes fast money or not. He's Mm. one of these guys where... Thinking ahead to your final 21-man squad, you probably want uh, you know a lot of forwards and halves in your reserves that are top scorers. Ideally, just one dual position winger slash centre because yeah. they're the weakest scoring positions, but you want some coverage for it. You don't want to pay much for that player. Um, when you're getting rid of cash cows, the way to make the most money is to bring in someone who's base price or very close to base price. Uh, And Lomax kind of ticks all those boxes. He's Mm. uh, now in the centres. He's got kind of low scores this year because he's played off the bench a bit. He's played on the wing, which is not really his position. Uh, He is a centre, really promising. Last year, he looked the goods. Um, You know, Ideally, he keeps that centre spot all year, even if he goes in and out of the team early on and then holds the centre spot in the run home. That's still does the job so yeah as a cash out option who's a really going to be a backup for your main 17 i really like him this week i mean he's still pretty much base price 213 true, grand
0: yeah. yeah so um
1: yeah really solid option
0: i mean it's worth pointing out as well so as i mentioned i bought him on the afternoon when mm. i got the late mail and he was in the the starting side um just i guess Keen to get rid of Ockhambor and worried that he might get a few tries. But worth mentioning, he was against the Roosters, who traditionally yep. it's very hard for opposition wingers to score well against. Um, he's on negatives at half time, I think, and I was kicking myself, but yep. um, took a try, but he got into about 25 by, by full time. But playing in the centres, he'll have more tackling to do, more opportunities with the ball. He's the goal kicker, so when they're playing um, weaker teams than the Roosters, he'll probably get more opportunities yep. to, to kick goals. There's a lot of upside, I think, there. And like you said, he's a very cheap dual position centre fullback, so great cover, great cash out option. Don't mind it. Um, elsewhere in the team, Blake Laurie back starting, host back to the bench. Cam McInnes going well. That's about it. That's about it.
1: Laurie's got a bit more money to make, especially if he does actually start. Uh, he was bumped to the bench last week, and McInnes one of those gun hookers. There are a lot of them these days with you know Smith, Farragut getting cheap, but and, and the rest. Um, but yeah, McInnes always a gun.
0: Yep. Let's get cracking on some questions. Few in this week? There are a few. Let me just pull out the old Twitter machine. Uh, TK Sports writes in: uh, Capewell and Morgan, have they both peaked? And what to do with Cherry Evans? Uh,
1: well, Cherry Evans is a sell. We'll get to that. But yeah, the other two, I think, have pretty much peaked. Um, mm. So I think Capewell's break-even is 39 or something. About, about 40. 40. Yeah.
0: Which is achievable. He can still yeah. score a bit more. But...
1: Same with Morgan. I think it's around 40, and he scores. Yeah maybe 45, so they've both got a little more money to make, but not a lot. If you sell them for a cash cow, then the cash cow will make more than they will this week. Um, And if you can upgrade them to a keeper, then, you know, it's always a good time to get a gun. So I think uh, they're both probably sells.
0: Yep, not urgent sells, but... Not urgent sells, but whenever you're
1: ready, really. Um, uh, The Cherry Evans question is trickier. Um, He's going to be out for... We think probably at least six weeks, around six mm. weeks.
0: I mean, it's absolute minimum four weeks. So yeah. It could probably six. He's got surgery plus. on his
1: yeah. uh, ankle, so uh, it could be more, could be less. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely sold territory. Mm. Um, who you replace him with is pretty tricky at the moment. The yeah.
0: the gun it depends half depends on team structure as well. Yeah,
1: if you just want to swap him for a straight gun half, even then it's a bit tricky. It's like mm. Adam Reynolds, Moses is a bit of a gamble. You know, Pierce is cheap but also a gamble. Munster's probably the Munster's, most reliable one.
0: Yeah. Otherwise Cleary or Pierce, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean Cleary and Reynolds are kind of the traditional big kick meters, to kick goals, pretty solid options, and Munster's the, you know, real attacking weapon who can get massive scores and uh, can do that without the goal. So any of those three really.
0: Yep. Um, Pete Mason writes in: Your thoughts on the Braley brothers' game time each moving forward? Probably big minutes for Jaden and small minutes for Blake, and neither's an option in fantasy. Would be my yep. Quick reading. That pretty of that much one. sums that up. Done. Stadio Klopp is Manu Ma'u for Sam Burgess, a possible possible option in the coming weeks. Well, Ma'u's still on the bench? I know he had a good score with a try yeah. last week, but no, no, yeah, correct. <laughs> um, Ali Charua writes: um, Lachlan Burr and Luke Garner out. Harawira, Naira and Kikau or Sam Burgess Inn?
1: I think this sounds like chasing last week's points yeah. for those inns. Um, Burr, I imagine, is still making money as well. So
0: Yeah, slowed down, but yeah. probably not quite a sell I wouldn't yet. quite
1: sell him yet. And even Ghana is not an urgent sell, but if I you've got like give some... It
0: a week and see what happens with the teams and his minutes and so on.
1: Yeah, I'd be very surprised if
0: CHN gets 100 again this week. So, <laughs> as would I. Kikau got 25, I think, the week before. Two weeks
1: ago, exactly. So those real hit and miss players. I mean, Sam Burgess, people are looking at... We're looking at selling yeah. I mean, rather buying. If you than had buying, him round so.
0: one, you're probably happy with it, but I don't, don't yeah. really see any incentive to buying... Better options than those guys. Buy none of those players. Yeah. Um, moving ahead, uh, Nick... McCarthy writes in: Should I downgrade Blake Laurie to a rookie like Dearden or Herbert so I can upgrade Garner to Bateman? It's probably got more merit to it. Uh,
1: that sounds pretty good. Um, I've got Laurie, I'll be holding him uh, for the moment. But if you need to make that move, I mean Bateman's, you know, in must-have territory. Yeah, uh, I think so. The sooner you can get him, the better. Um, who are the downgrades, Dearden or Herbert? Yep, they're both a bit risky, as we've mentioned. But yeah. I mean. As I mention, I'd like to wait
0: a week if possible. Exactly, yeah.
1: I, I like Lomax as a fairly safe option, or mm. Flanagan is probably yeah. going to make money faster.
0: Yeah, I think they're the, the, probably the best buyers at the cheap end. Yep. Uh, this week, Fergus Ford or Patrick Herbert is a new cashier. Well, yeah, I mean, if you need a downgrade and with a bit of risk to it. Yep. Um, Dean B writes in, do you think Takiyaho will be able to keep his scores up? who to sell Capewell, Chanel Harris tavita Blake Laurie
1: uh, Cape World's the first sell out of those ones yep um, Jack Yahoo as I said so what's his average 56 which is very good it's
0: very good but um, yeah Isaac Liu back he's sort of been forced to shoulder a bit more workload for yeah. various reasons with injuries and so on um, hasn't really produced those sort of averages in the past in tremendous form obviously exactly his
1: last month is really good 69, 58, 56, 67 they're fantastic scores but that's that's one month you know he's not a brand new player he's been around for a bit and as you say he's yeah. never been a consistent you know 55 point player um, I like to go for safer options of players who have done it in the past if you're spending that much money on a, on a gun so I'd probably look elsewhere or just give it another week at least and see if he can keep doing it but yeah um,
0: yeah. Yep. Uh, Adam Kennedy, no relation that I'm aware of. What's a good team value to have at this point? Um, I don't really look at team values in round seven or eight, to be
1: honest. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have any, it kind of just is an indication of how you're going in terms of getting the right cash cows. Yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, you can't do anything about it. If you look at it and it's not as high as other players in your, you know, other teams in your league, then you can't do much. Um, yeah. It really depends. Just look at your league. If you're in the top, you know, five, six, eight, then you're doing well.
0: Yeah, it's probably a good sign Otherwise, don't stress, yeah. Your long-term planning if you've got a higher team value, but it doesn't guarantee you better scores in the the short term. Yep. Um, Thomas writes in his gunner on the bench, a worry. It is a bit of a worry.
1: It is a bit of a worry, yeah. So, I mean, if he stays there for a few weeks, then his price rises will pretty much stop, so... Uh, if he gets a few more starts, he's got more money in him. Otherwise,
0: he's a sell in the next few weeks. Uh, David Olivelli, Olivetti right. writes in: "Is Cape Well a sell?" Yeah, Thanks for yeah. writing in, David. Friend of the pod. Yeah, <laughs> friend of the pod. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm selling him. Yeah, I am also selling him this week. So join the Cape Well selling party. How
1: much of it is, um, you know, objective, well thought out trades, and how much is the? rage of watching his missed tackles on the weekend and he scored so poorly.
0: Um, I didn't even see his missed because I was um, in Tamworth trying to get interviews with the Tigers players okay. and I just checked my phone afterwards and yep. thought he must have gone off injured after ten minutes. What yeah, you thing that's the thing Anyway, um, it wasn't so much that little just it's you know I want to upgrade and downgrade and he's just the next little the rank. And little es- especially
1: this year when uh, there's Nakora and there's Bateman. We have superstar centres that we can yep.
0: pick. Uh, you don't need cable necessarily in your team. 100%. Um, different question from Nick McCarthy. Uh, is Twal to Bateman to mm. Sideways already have Fafita to Powell and Haas?
1: Yeah, awkward one. I mean, if you've got Twal, you probably bought him recently. Yeah. So it's a bit of a... Admission of defeat selling him now. I mm. mean, he got, what, 40-odd in that game last week. Yeah, low which, 40s, I think. Which his team won pretty easily. Not a lot of you know yeah. grunt work to do in the middle. So I wouldn't be writing him off just yet based on that. Um, I mean, I don't think personally he's going to score as many as Bateman or those other front rowers you mentioned. Yeah. For feeder to Bauer So, I mean, I wouldn't have put him in the first place. But um, if you have, I think you have to kind of give him a bit more. Mm. I mean, before last week... He, he was scoring in the mid-50s pretty regularly, I think. So. Yeah, he
0: had had quite a few good scores in a row. Yeah, hold for now. I think so. Uh, Jackson,
1: Although Bateman's a great buy, so get yeah. Bateman, Bateman somehow.
0: In case, yeah. Yep. Definitely get Bateman if you can. Mm. Uh, Jackson writes in, is Bryce Cartwright going to keep playing 80 minutes now that Ryan James is out for the season? Is that making him a good buy at his price, averaging 40 to 50? I Ooh. think he's going to probably keep playing 80 minutes and it's got nothing to do with Ryan James.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, his minutes went up before James got injured. Um, I don't know if he's going to keep averaging 40 or to 50 each week, but... Um,
0: yeah. I mean, he's going to keep missing tackles and have a few... Yeah. Because you know, he had a nice try assist last week in that 49.
1: Yeah, so he's been a great buy. We've both got him in our teams, despite...
0: Swallowed our pride and... <laughs> yep. Once he yep. we went back to 80 minutes, it kind of made sense. Exactly.
1: Um, and it was so cheap. He's not as cheap anymore, which is why it's a bit of a trickier proposition now his break even is 15 which is very good his average is 38 but he's scoring more than that at the moment yeah i don't know is he still a, a cash cow option he's, he's scoring in the 40s
0: if he's going to keep scoring what, what's he got three scores in a row yeah. over about 44 so it's
1: 41 45 49
0: are his last three yeah um that's handy
1: which is handy i mean the 41 had a try in it uh, there's a try-save in the 45. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets 30s. Yeah. But he's still pretty cheap for those kind of scores. So, I mean, there's, there's I think, better mm. cash cows available this week. I mean, if it's you're getting a
0: right, you're getting him in the halves, right? You're not getting yeah. in the forwards. So you, then you're probably looking at a Flanagan or a Dearden as a cheaper option and taking a punt probably yeah. than relying on... I mean, he's not putting up keeper numbers. He's putting no. up useful numbers for his price.
1: Definitely mid 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 range cash cow.
0: Yeah. Almost getting a bit late, I think. Yeah. It's really vexed us that one. Good I know, question. We're stuck. <laughs> John Maloney <laughs> has asked. He has Micah Sivo, Jaden Ockenbour, Ruben Garrick and Michaela Ravalawa. Still all the um the cheap wingers in the, the squad. Um, don't have Burr or Laurie, need help making some cash.
1: Look, you can't buy every cash cow. That's one thing to remember. You're going to miss some. Um, We're both probably going to miss Corey Waddell this year. There's going to be others that you can't get. You know, don't stress. You'll run out of trades if you try to get every cash cow. Um, Burr, I think, has pretty much come and gone. If you haven't got him already, Laurie as well, definitely. So, um, yeah, look at the cash cows we mentioned earlier in the pod.
0: Yeah, that's four cheap wingers. I think probably sell Ravalao first because I'm a bit worried about his role. He... Obviously, three points in limited minutes off the bench last week. But with Aitken on the bench, does he come on pushing Lomax to wing, or what? Is who I knows?
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's probably the sell first. Garrick, I think, got a decent score last week.
0: Yeah, um, after the negatives the week before. Sevo, you can hold for a while. Uh, yep. Yeah. Johnny Leary writes in: um, Is Sean Johnson a sell? Yes, he is for Dearden or Croker. Don't Ooh, I wouldn't. Kroker. Don't go near Croker. He scored two tries. I know it looks like a good score, but he's, yeah, um, he's not He played advanced. well. He did um, play well.
1: But, uh, yeah, he hasn't been a fantasy uh, star in the past. I'd go for those real cheapies that we mentioned again, uh, or, or a gun. Uh, and what's this? He's got a second question there. Oh,
0: and is McCulloch to Farrah a bargain? Probably will be in a couple of weeks, but not this week, I don't Yeah, think.
1: I think wait a bit. I mean, Farrah's price is really going to drop a lot. So, yeah. Um, yeah, pick him up when he's at his cheapest.
0: Brandon Scott Lee, who should I trade out to get John Bateman in out of Blake Laurie, Michael Morgan, and Kirk Capewell? Capewell, uh,
1: Capewell I think. Yeah.
0: Simples. Cool. Um, Daniel Doughton has many questions and they are long. <laughs> okay. But... Let's see what we can do to help. Um, is Reed Marnie a cut-price keeper who can sit on the bench and play in round 12, probably, on current form? Yeah,
1: current form looks very good. He's in my team. I'm not really planning on him being a keeper, but his scores have been quite good. Mm. Um,
0: if and when Dylan Brown comes back and potentially pushes Salmon to the bench, then that might,
1: that might come force into a
0: reassessment, his... but that's at least a month away. If and it's a more. few maybes. Uh, and yeah, in round
1: 12 is good for overall points.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, should we jump on Farrow when he bottoms out? Shaw? Sure.
1: Yep, um, think so. Thoughts
0: on Adam Reynolds playing Origin? I don't think he will.
1: I don't think he will. It's a possibility. Uh, but at this point, I think Nathan Cleary is going to stay. I Maybe don't
0: think m- Freddie's going to ditch both the incumbent halves. I think if he makes yeah. a change, it'll probably be Kiri in thinking. for Maloney. And even then, I think you know he's leaning towards incumbency as long as the, the Penrith halves can... It would be dramatic to finally win a series and then drop both halves, although... I there is a precedent. happened <laughs> a few years ago, so <laughs> who knows? Arguably a mistake when Maury <laughs> Daly did it then, so I don't know if it's going to happen again. Yeah. Um, was hesitant on Chanel Harris to beat because the 34 in round six but he's starting to look really good, jump in. It's yeah, it's getting
1: getting a bit late, and especially with rumours about
0: new half signings for the Warriors, probably not. Yeah, I'd probably probably not do that now uh moving on uh, mitch writes in is cory waddell the real deal as mentioned earlier probably question marks given Yeah, it's a hard maybe for me that's a hard maybe <laughs> um there was a number two in there any other good cheapies just the mentioned ones flanagan dean lomax and potentially herbert i guess yep um last question for feeder or bateman is captain mm. I went Bateman last year, last week, and got it wrong. Mm. So Fafita. L- l- it took me seven weeks, but I got my captain right last week. <laughs> Congratulations! So I think it's the first time this year I've picked my top scoring player. I think captain. Fafita's
1: the top scorer now in in fantasy. Yeah, he may have jumped. Yeah, with, DCE after. It Jerry was and than
0: he had the low score with a concussion, yeah. and then it was DCE, and then he got injured. and Now it's Fafita. So you're saying he's going to get injured this week? Probably, yeah. yeah. Bugger. Yeah. I'm going to captain him, so it's almost certain. Yep. Okay. Still captain Fafita. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um. Buzzy Badger writes in: Sell Ruben Garrick and Luke Garner to get Tom Dearden and Tua Shek. I do have a slight concern over Tua Shek mm. due to a hamstring. How many problems? Yeah. Last time I had a slight concern over someone's hamstring, I didn't captain for feeder and he got seventy one. So.
1: Yeah, and Tuwasha Shek has been fantastic when fit this yeah. this year. Um, pretty good trades as long
0: as you've got that, you know, aware of RTS's injury. Uh, concerns? Yep, 100%. Paul Burns is considering trading Capewell and Chance Nickel Klockstat for Jai Arrow or Marty Tapau with one of Flanagan or Dearden. Um, yep, can go get rid of Capewell. Nickel Klockstat I don't know, 34 is underwhelming. He's probably not a keeper, but he's going okay. Yeah, I
1: mean, before that score, he had looked close to a keeper. I think he has yeah. got lots of 40s. An average over 40 or 45 for a winger fullback is pretty good. There's not that many players who do better than that. You know, Trebojevic, RTS, mm. Tedesco, Ponga, that's probably it. Who are yeah. those real elite guns? So if you can get two of them and C&K, and that's pretty good. Ideally get off three, but you yeah. need to make a lot of money to do that. So, yeah, I wouldn't be trading him just yet, personally.
0: Um, and the second part, which prop to get out of Arrow or to Powell, um, or which forward to get, I should say. Yeah. They're both in my
1: team. They've both been a bit up and down.
0: I mean, Tapao this week, um, he's coming off a good score, and he's, what, 100 grand cheaper than he started or something? Yeah. It's probably not a bad week to buy him if you want him.
1: Yeah. The issue with Tapao is his minutes have been kind Mm. of frustrating. So even last week, no, Adam Neil blake who's been playing big minutes this year – Really close game against the Raiders, and Tupau still plays forty-two minutes. I think. Yeah, he's I was actually
0: watching play. him. He's not in my team, but heaps of people have got him. And yeah. I'm usually against him most weeks, and he yeah. got subbed off after about twenty minutes. He, I think he made twelve tackles and six runs, and he was. I just saw him sitting on the bench as fresh as a daisy. Yeah. Just, I'm like, what are you doing on the bench? It was it's so weird.
1: It's weird. It's such a weapon. They could just play him for sixty minutes, and mm. could be a fantasy monster. But as it is, he's still averaging yeah. fifty-four points a game, which is great. Um, Arrows averaging 53. Very hard to split him.
0: Yeah. Probably to power for me just because he's big discount on starting price. Yeah, fair enough. Um, S- Sydney to New York City is the Twitter handle. Asks Lachlan Lewis and Finoa Blake for two of Arsacek and Corey Waddell. I think Lewis can probably be sold. Um, if Finoa Blake I don't think's a keeper. Um, above mentioned concerns around Waddell and RTS though. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think we've... Pretty much cover them. I mean, Waddell could be a great cash cow. He'll make short-term money. I just don't know if it'll be enough.
0: Yep. Killian Amini, Morgan out for Kiri or hold? I don't know. No. Yeah, don't do that. Um, what about Harris Tavito when Cody joins NZ? It's too far away and too many maybes to. we'll, we'll find out, out when that happens. Um, how Sell him when do, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> how much longer do I keep Mitch Rain? Huh. Until Pete gets. Back Until he I stops guess. making money. Yep. Yep. Easy. Um, you got any more questions on the list?
1: wanna? Uh, there's a few more there, but I don't know if you've read I'm them starting all. Starting right
0: to now. get a bit of overlap.
1: It's a long list.
0: It's a very long list. Might wrap it up there. Apologies to everyone we can get to. We uh, answered as many as we could. Huge week to get through. Thanks for joining us. As always, um, in terms. <laughs> you of
1: sound exhausted.
0: God, there was so much <laughs> to get through. So much remembering. Um, We'll obviously have all the late mail in on Thursday, the fantasy preview video on Wednesday, Lone Scouts Q&A Thursday morning. Um, outside of fantasy, there's the um, the Steve Ranoff podcast on Wednesday, the Jamie Sauer podcast on Friday. Obviously all your late breaking news and all the rest of it. Um, we'll be back this time next week to break down the Round 9 teams. Thanks again for joining us.